0: I'm going to look at the the verses, verses 6 to 8. Our blessed God, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your holy and precious word, and as we look into into it, we ask that you would open it up to us by your Holy Spirit, apply it to our hearts, that we would each receive something from it and be blessed. In our Savior's precious name, amen. Verses 6 to 8. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word. To which they were also appointed. It's it's interesting to uh, compare scripture to scripture. We know that uh, the Holy Spirit is the author of all Scripture, and I enjoy this little verse in First Corinthians chapter two that says that we are to compare First Corinthians chapter two. Uh, verse thirteen, these things we speak also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. so the Holy Spirit's the author of all scripture, and we can compare scripture to scripture. It's the same author, and it's interesting this this image of the stone, the cornerstone, it's in and the stone that was rejected. Shows up a number of times in Scripture. For example, in Psalm 118, Psalm 118 and if we think that was, this was written several hundred years before Christ, Psalm 118, we read this, uh, verse 22, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It was marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So this is Psalms 113 to Psalm 118 are part of the Egyptian Hillel. They were sung during the Passover. And undoubtedly Jesus sang this song as he left um, the Last Supper. He went out to to, uh, the garden. And then we have in Isaiah 28... Isaiah 28, we read as well, in verses 16 to 17. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. And, uh... And also I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plummet. The hail will sweep away the, the refuge of lies and the waters will overflow the hiding place. And so on. So already in, in Isaiah, in his prophecies, we have this cornerstone. And we have this prophecy that some will read. It will be a, a, a stone of judgment, a stumbling stone for some who reject it. But to you who believe he is precious. So it's interesting how the Word of God flows in together. And then, of course, we have in uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. We read this, verse 19 rather. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens in the house, in the fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of god having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone Uh, now most people in the world would understand this image we're not uh, most of them i don't know maybe some of you are masons i don't know but i'm not certainly but i remember seeing a man in france Uh, with his plumb line and building a wall, and he was using his plumb line and strings, and I said to him, well, there you go, you're building a straight wall. And he just looked at me and he said, young man, there's no such thing as a straight wall in this country. (laughs) I mean, you want to build a straight wall, but uh, he was being honest, and that was... uh, those of you who are in construction, I'm not, but the little bit I know, it's hard to find a straight wall. But we have a we have a cornerstone to line our life our life up with, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And I have to say that I love this this image that we have of the Lord Jesus being the cornerstone. And a lot of times in the Psalms and other places, He's our rock, right? There's, there's security there, and um, there's certainty, and there is a, a foundation. We know the parable of uh, that the Lord gave about building our life on the rock and on the sand. And um, when we go out and talk with folk in the neighborhood and do these surveys, and this past Saturday, I happened to meet a lot of people who five or six students who did the survey and I mean by their confession their life was just built on quicksand they didn't know whether they were coming or going and I mean that's what they told me essentially and so it's precious to us that we have a foundation for our life and certainly this is what what everybody in this world is looking for and wants and needs is a cornerstone right And we have that privilege in the Lord Jesus Christ to have a foundation for our life. And not only a foundation, but a direction because the cornerstone, we line ourselves up with the, with the cornerstone and that gives us a direction for our life. So we have a direction. We have a, we have a sure foundation and we have a direction for our life. And it seems to me that this is something that is sorely missing in the world today. People are getting more and more confused with all the abundance of information that we have and the world going topsy-turvy. People need, and we need, a foundation in our life. And we, I love this image. When I was uh, a kid and watched a lot of television, There used to be an ad for the Prudential Insurance Company of America. Does anybody here remember that? No. Okay. No, not even. So, but their image in the background was the Rock of Gibraltar. Do you remember that? Okay, there you go. The Rock of Gibraltar. And they were telling us that this insurance company would bring you solidity, certainty, and a foundation for your life. Well, God bless them, right? I mean, we we have something better than the Rock of Gibraltar. But that was the image, and I remember seeing that silhouette and thinking it was pretty neat. But we have better than that. We have uh, the Lord Jesus Christ wants to be and is and can be our cornerstone, the, the rock-solid foundation of our life. And I, for one, rejoice in it because I know I'm not Uh, peddling in the yogurt as, as the expression goes, but I'm, I have something solid to walk on, to follow on and to build my life on and something to direct me, which is what we need, right? We have it in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have it in the Bible. And this is the promise that we have here. He says that, uh, he's the chief cornerstone elect and precious. And and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. So when we put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and we follow Him, we will not be uh, put to shame. But it's a it's a two edged sword because, as we read here, it's a stone of stumbling and a stone of offense. It's a stone of stumbling and a stone of offense. So we read um, in Mark chapter twelve verse ten. In Mark chapter twelve verse ten. We're comparing scripture to scripture here. Things that are spiritual to things that are spiritual. This phrase comes up in many places. It's 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 uh, borrowed by the authors of the of the Gospels. Have you not even read this scripture? Therefore, this is Jesus speaking. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. That's Psalm one hundred and eighteen. Lord Jesus cited Scripture, right, and that's in Matthew as well. And what happened is, is that already uh, people and and we knew he knew this was going to happen. Rejected Christ, Israel rejected Christ, right? How can people reject God's chosen, precious cornerstone? Simply put. <clears throat> They want to build something different than what God is building. Just as the Tower of Babel rebelled against against God and pursued people building the Tower of Babel, rebelled against God and pursued their own project. Those who reject God disregards God's plan in favor of their own judgment. So we might see, you know, people might not consciously say I reject God, but if we're building our life, if we're building our our existence on something other than Christ and the Word of God, you know, in effect, we've rejected. We've rejected God. We've rejected Christ. We're building our own Tower of Babel, and God came down and judged that. In uh, Romans 9.33, we also references this stone, but in Daniel chapter 2, we see that we're looking at this in our men's, Friday study, in Daniel chapter 2, oh, by the way, did you know there's a men's Friday study? They're on Zoom. You're all welcome to come, if you're the right gender. Okay, Daniel chapter 2, and uh, I'm just going to read it, because it's interesting. We have the same, remember the statue, and we have the stone at the end. That was uh, verse 44. And in in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, the gold, the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after him. This dream is certain and its interpretation is sure. This was a dream. And we see here that God's kingdom is going to come in an instant. It's not going to be the result of history. And God in Christ is going to come and smash the kingdoms of this world and set up his own. So this image of a stone is, is, uh, in the, in the scriptures as a foundation, but also as a judgment on people. So in our, in our text in First Peter 2, there's a promise and a warning to people that uh, we have a choice. We have a choice. And if we reject Christ and we build our own Tower of Babel, uh, it'll meet with the judgment of God. That's just the way it is. But if we uh, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and base our life on Him and on His Word and follow Him, we will not be ashamed, because we have a sure foundation. May God bless His Word to our heart. I bless it, God and Heavenly Father. We're we're thankful that we have a sure foundation to our life. We're thankful that we have a cornerstone, and we're thankful that we can trust in You in this precious stone. And Father, we pray for those in our Circles who are building their lives on something else and have rejected you, we pray for your mercy and that others might come to know you as their Savior. We're thankful for the Lord Jesus and we're thankful for his uh, offer of salvation. And we pray, Lord, that we might uh, share with others and that others might come to know you, that they might enjoy you as the, the foundation of their life. In Jesus' precious name, amen.